Hi guys, it's Claire and this is the Fuck the Fads podcast. If you want some company in the pursuit of a healthier, stronger, fitter you, then you've come to the right place. Strap in for stories about my own journey and useful education about how you can improve your health and achieve the goals you've always wanted without fad dieting. Hi guys, welcome to episode 68. It's been a little while. Well, it feels like it's been a little while since I've really recorded a podcast. I usually record them a little bit in advance. So the ones that released last week, obviously I recorded a bit in advance. I've released one today, which is for the Shape Up Q&A program. It's Wednesday today, but this one will be released on Friday. So if you're listening to this on day of release, happy Friday and I hope you have a lovely weekend. I am going to Portugal on Saturday, which I'm really excited about. So I'm going to try and get a good bulk of recording done this week so that we or you have um, content to listen to while I'm away. So in this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about fear and how fear changes as you get older. It was a conversation I was having at the weekend with one of my friends Um, And she was like, you know, you should do a podcast on this. So I thought, why the hell not? So without further ado, let's dive on in. Now, I think for the most part, most people are probably fairly fearless when they're kids. I know that as a child, I had little fear around things. I was scared of the dark, actually, really scared of the dark. But in terms of like doing, I don't know if you've ever tried to do a roly-poly as an adult, but like a roly-poly. Do people say that? Is that something like, is that just really cringe that I said that? Is that an ick? A forward roll, you know what I mean. But if you've ever tried to do a forward roll as an adult, there is like no fear like it. You you go to go into the forward roll and immediately think that you're going to break your neck and all of these thoughts go through your mind. Yet as a child, you will forward roll or roly-poly all over the place without a second thought. Um, And it got me thinking as well about like fairground rides or theme park rides. And I used to love like a big ride in a theme park, water slides, anything with a bit of adrenaline. I was on there living my best life. But now as an adult, I find it incredibly daunting and incredibly scary. In 2018, I think it was, I went... Um, on holiday to Tenerife with a couple of my friends and we went to Siam Park and for those of you that don't know what Siam Park is it's basically this humongous water park in Tenerife it's quite renowned I think Um, it's amazing like amazing fun children would love it there and adults as well Um, but the rides were far too terrifying for me like the speed at which you travel down these water slides the way that you like go up the side of the slide and then down the other side just terrified me and I had visions of like coming out of the inflatable donut and getting chucked over the side of the water slide and all of these terrible things go through my head and so for the most of the day we went on the lazy river and then for the most of the day I sat like in the sun just chilling waiting for my friends who were going on all of these rides. And that sounds pretty boring, but actually I was loving life because I love the sun. I love chilling out in the warm weather, reading a book. So actually I had a really lovely day, but it's funny, isn't it? How the fear that you 
don't have as a child then really becomes apparent when you're an adult and you question things a lot more and you feel a lot more afraid of things. And I don't know why this happens. Maybe it's because we become much more aware of danger. Um, maybe it's because of experiences that we've had in our lives and we worry that like it, something like that might happen again. Or maybe it's because of learned experiences from other people. So, you know, you hear stories of terrible things happening and you panic that that might happen to you. And I wish I knew the answer of how to get around this because it's something that I think can really hold us back. And in terms of water slides and theme park rides and things like that, I don't know what the answer is to those things. I don't know how you get around that. Maybe exposure therapy, so just maybe making yourself do it and realizing like actually it's not that bad, it's not that scary. But in terms of achieving goals and working towards things that are important for you, I do have some thoughts about this. So obviously this is a health and fitness podcast. I'm not just here to talk about water slides. Um, But something that I have definitely found in terms of fear is that I'm also much more scared of things that challenge me. So when I was training to be a personal trainer, doing my practical exams and I have spoken about this on the podcast before absolutely terrified me to the point where like I couldn't sleep I couldn't eat I was just a bit of a wreck and I actually put off my first practical exam I cancelled it and rebooked it about five times before I in the end actually went through with it because I was so frightened that I was going to fuck it up and that I was going to fail And the interesting thing about that was that I couldn't really fail at it because if you failed, you could just do it again. And there was no penalty to pay for that. You didn't have to pay more money to do the exam again. You didn't have to go back and redo all of the um, written modules again. You just could rebook the practical exam and, and retake it. So there was no penalty. There was no fine, if you like, for failing it. But it was just this feeling of like, everyone will laugh at me, people will think that I'm stupid, how embarrassing. And I think that that really holds us back. So what I like to do in these situations, there's a couple of things. Obviously like preparation is key. The more prepared you are, the better you're going to be able to feel that you can tackle these things. Now, whether it's an exam or an interview that you're going to, or whether it's something like fat loss, if you are prepared, you are much more likely to succeed. And again, just to caveat this with that, actually, you can't fail at fat loss. It's not something that you either win at or fail at. Like, it's a process, it's a journey, it's a whole lifestyle change. And so things with fat loss will like peak and trough along the way and you'll have some weeks, some months that feel very successful and you feel like you're nailing all of your targets and you're doing all of the things that you need to do and other weeks or months that might feel a bit more challenging where maybe you're not able to reach your targets as easily and you have to think outside the box a little little bit more. And even if you completely, quote unquote, fall off the wagon and stop doing any of the healthful activities that you have been doing, you still can't fail because you can, like with my PT exam, pick it up and try again. But preparation is absolutely key. And part of that is arming yourself with knowledge. So making sure that you're 
perhaps looking at the right research if you're doing a bit of research, following the right people on social media. Social media can be a really toxic place, but it can also be a very amazing and wonderful place when you find the right information from the right people. And it can be really difficult to know what to believe because there's a lot of fucking bullshit out there. People talking about, you know, you need glucose monitors even if you're not diabetic. People talking about like bulletproof coffee, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically stirring fat into coffee, um, which is just adding calories to your day. So if you're in a fat loss phase, like unless you really enjoy the taste of that, I wouldn't recommend that anybody does it. So it can be a bit confusing, but taking your time to prepare and research and figure out like where the correct information is and who's giving that correct information is really key in helping you set up for success and reducing the fear around what you're trying to achieve. Very often I meet people, particularly women, who are scared to start working towards their goal because it's the unknown, because they're scared of failure, because they're scared that other people will judge them or comment on whatever it is that they're doing. So making sure that you're prepared and armed with knowledge is really, really important because when those people say to you, oh, what are you doing that for? Or why are you doing that? Or oh, go on, have this, it's only one. Oh, don't be such a spoil sport. You can turn around and say, actually, I'm doing this because X, Y, and Z, this is what my goal means to me. And this is my knowledge around this thing. So I know that if I do this, I am gonna get to my goal. And the other thing that I like to do sometimes is talking to myself. So I actually featured on a podcast um, yesterday, I recorded it yesterday with a guy called Stu. I have talked about him on my podcast before because he's great. And I met him through the mentorship program that we're on together. Um, and he invited me onto his podcast to talk about fat loss and shift work and various other things. It's actually called the Seeking Insights podcast. If anyone wants to go and listen to it, it's really good. Um, but we were talking about like, coping with stressful situations and coping with work. And I was saying that one of the things that I encourage my clients to do, one of the things that I do is journal. However, I do journal in a slightly odd way in that I talk to myself. So I talk to myself out loud in the car usually about things that maybe have happened at work that I need to kind of process and work through. If I've got a very busy mind, if I've got something coming up that I need to plan, I'll talk it out loud in my head. And one of the ways I overcome fear of things, again, is talking out loud to myself in the car. So when I was prepping for my PT exam, I basically assembled myself a bit of a script. I knew the kind of breakdown of how the exam needed to be. I knew that I needed to do an introduction with the client, go through all of the housekeeping and health and safety stuff. I knew that I needed to then demo, I think it was 10 different exercises. I didn't know what the exercises were going to be. The examiner told me on the day, but I knew that I needed to demo 10 different exercises. So I think there was a library of about, gosh, I don't know, maybe like a hundred exercises, 80 to a hundred exercises that I had to learn the kind of scripted form tips off by heart. And so when I was in the car, I would pretend that I was in my exam and I would go through 
the script in my head word for word about what I needed to do and instead of just picking out 10 random exercises I would literally go through every single one and this was super helpful to getting me to the point where I felt ready for the exam because at the time when I was booking and then cancelling and rebooking and cancelling and rebooking again I wasn't doing this and it wasn't until I had a good chat with one of my very good friends who'd actually done the same exam as me and she gave my head a bit of a wobble it wasn't until after that that I started doing this um speaking out loud with my PT exam in the car and it really really helped and I think that you know you can apply this to anything in your life that you're going through but if you're on the pursuit of like fat loss improved health um improving your relationship with food improving your relationship with your body something you can start to do is talk to yourself out loud and talking to yourself in a really positive way is important telling yourself that you can do something. I can do this. I can improve my relationship with food. I can achieve the goals that I want to achieve. And then also talking about with yourself why those goals are important to you. Again, something I talked about yesterday on the podcast with Stu was about my why, my initial why for kind of wanting to lose some weight. And I think there was probably there were probably lots of things. Um one of them was health but I think the main sort of catalyst at the time was my pending wedding it was six months away and I stood in my wedding dress and I thought I don't want to feel like this in this dress on my wedding day and that on the the outside can sound initially a little bit shallow but actually when you scratch below that and get a bit deeper with that feeling it's not just because I wanted to look good on my wedding day it's because I wanted to feel relaxed and comfortable. And if I wasn't worrying about how I looked or what my body felt like, I could be more present in the moment to soak up that most important day of my life and really just throw myself into this like wonderful thing that I was doing with my husband. And I think talking to yourself out loud and talking about your goals and prompting yourself to get deeper with those goals and why they're important to you, again, will help because it reduces some of the like anxiety around the thing that you're trying to achieve. It makes it more normal, more regular. If you talk to yourself about it a lot, it becomes this normal thing that you're kind of accustomed to. Like with my exam, talking through the script over and over and over again meant that I knew it like the back of my hand, that I felt really prepared, that actually, it took away a lot of that fear because then I went, when I went into the exam, I knew exactly what I needed to say. And it, I could just imagine it as though I was just chatting through it in the car with myself again. And the same with your goals and fat loss. When you're scared to do something because you think you might fail, but talking to yourself about why that's important to you, you get really comfortable with that why and you become really accustomed to it you get to know that why really really well and it becomes more of a driving force it becomes not this scary thing that like you really want but you think is so out of reach but actually something that's quite tangible and that you absolutely think that you can get to and I think when we're children we have so little fear I mean this obviously isn't the case for all children there are some 
little ones I think that struggle more with fear and anxiety and things don't they but I I would say for the most part kids are fairly fearless and they don't tend to worry about the other things as much as adults and so because of that kids have quite big dreams like if you ask a child what they want to be when they're older they could come out with like oh I want to be an astronaut and if you're a parent or an adult listening to that you might think oh yeah okay but like anything's possible yeah they absolutely could be an astronaut and I find it really interesting to think at what point do those dreams become squashed at what point do those dreams become a oh actually no that's silly like I'll never be that I need to think of something more quote-unquote sensible or something more that's like within my reach and I think we need to somehow figure out how to stop that and even as adults now dreams that you had when you were a child that you've put off or put to the back of your mind because you thought well I'm never going to be able to do that I'm never going to be able to achieve that thing stop question that say actually I could do that I could achieve that thing nothing is too lofty for you to reach for unless it's something that's like physically impossible like traveling faster than the speed of light pretty much anything is within your grasp but I think often we let fear hold us back so much and as we become more fearful as we get older it holds us back more and more and sometimes you find or I don't know if other people think this but I think then as you get even older again and and move into like the latter part of your life maybe you come a little bit more fearless again um and you almost become a bit more you realize that like life is short and um your time potentially on the earth is running out and so the fear maybe takes a bit of a back seat again and you reach for things that you had put off so why do we not do that all the way through our lives and I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'll say it a million times but on the other side of fear is freedom Like if you can conquer things that you're scared of and push yourself out of your comfort zone to get to where you want to be, you will feel so fucking free. It's unreal. I cannot tell you how free I felt when I had achieved what I wanted to in terms of my health and fitness. I cannot tell you how free I felt when I finally passed my personal training exams and had this like rush of oh my god this is amazing I can do this like you just feel like you're invincible and it's so so freeing so if you're listening to this this is your sign to do things that are going to help you overcome your fear preparation journaling talking to yourself getting comfortable with what your why is And getting to know that why really, really well will push you forwards. And if you need some help in getting to your health and fitness goals, support is super, super underrated. And support is something that I do really well. It's my job. I've coached many women now to their goals and I continue to do that. And if you think that you need some support in the form of a coach, I would love to chat with you. I'm always happy to chat with no obligation, just have a casual chit chat, then it would be my absolute pleasure. So keep listening to the end of the episode about how and where you can find me and where you can get in contact with me. And for now, I will see you in the next one. 
If you think you'd like to work with me, if you think that I could help you and you'd like to chat to me, please visit my website, coachedbyclaire.com or visit me on Instagram at coached underscore by underscore Claire.